Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Hot Topics. All right, it is Hot Topics time, Slim. What do we have today? Let's start in the world of country music where it was announced yesterday, officially, Chris Christopherson is retiring. Oh, wow. Apparently, he retired officially in 2020 or stepped out of the spotlight. And then yesterday, his team came out and his estate is being represented by somebody else. And all of this means that he is done with music and Chris Christopherson is officially a retired musician. I've reached out to Chris Christopherson to see if we can get him on the show tomorrow. We'll see. Oh, wow. Fingers crossed. Yeah, that'll be Because how fun would it be to talk to Chris Christopherson in retirement? Oh, man. Oh, wow. So yeah, much less probably... pressure for him. Yeah. He'll probably be real loose. Yeah. That's a... That should make it much better. How old do you <laughs> think Chris Christopherson is right now? Oh, boy. Ooh, 83. And this is the funny part, right? You go, what, ti- what age do you guys want to retire? Yeah. A lot of people are in their 60s, dreaming of the 50, in their 50s. How old is Chris Christopherson when he retired? God, I, what'd you uh, say, Kevin? Eighty-three. I, I said eighty-three. Yeah. I mean, I was gonna say he's at least eighty, so I'll say eighty-one. He will. He will turn. Kevin, you're right on it. He will turn eighty-five in June because wow. he is eighty-four right now. Man, yeah, 84. that's that's a long run. His but, peak was when? Uh, was his peak boy. being okay? Was his peak music or was his peak being? In A Star Is Born, the original A Star Is Born. I would think it was A Star Is Born, so probably like the 70s, early 70s or something. That makes sense to me. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, that was, he maybe had some music, but I mean, that was with Barbara Streisand and just so mainstream, huge. I don't know what year it was. I'm guessing early 70s. So Uh, That that movie, let me see here, I had it up here. It was 1976 for A Star Is Born. Yeah. In which he won Best Actor Gold, uh, Best Actor Golden Globe Award, which is huge. I'd say that's a pretty good peak. <laughs> and again, if you're just tuning in, Chris Christopherson did not pass away. Yes, he is thank retired. You. Thank I just you. want to make that clear. He didn't retire that way. He retired from music. You know, that's a that is actually fair. And thank you yeah. for the clarification. Yeah, because I mean, he's old. He's in his in his eighties, and and as we know, Chris Christopherson's lived a little bit of a rough life. He also has eight kids, if I'm not mistaken. No, he does not. I think it's, I wow. might be mistaken, but I think it's like eight kids who, by the way, could probably also retire. His, his son, John, was part of the statement, said, it's been amazing to dig into my dad's catalog and history with this seasoned group of professionals when they went through, when he changed his management company, like they got rid of this state, whatever, however all that stuff works. Right. They got to go through the whole catalog and relive a lot of Chris Christopherson things. And I think that's cool. As a kid, you're like, this is my dad. This oh, was what man. my dad did. Yeah. You've got a catalog of your dad's life. Because, <laughs> yeah, you probably, you maybe or may not know half of that stuff. I'm guessing it, you probably wouldn't. For sure. And, and it's great. When you look at his Wikipedia page, it, it says children. And usually they list the children. Uh-huh. It just says eight. <laughs> it doesn't even put like, eight We're not there. even going to list all of them. There's eight of them. <laughs> it's it's like, a, there's eight. It would be great <laughs> at children. A lot. There just is eight. And, and, you know, Big Ed, our buddy Big Ed, loves Chris Christopherson, and he has a lot of stories about Chris because he's gone to numerous shows with Chris over the years. And his most exciting thing is, isn't it Willie Nelson's son that has been one of the managers for Chris lately? Yes, that is correct. Oh, wow. And Big Ed is very good friends with Willie Nelson's son and so has got to have more inside Chris stories. So. We'll have to try to maybe That's, get Big Ed on to talk about Chris Christopherson, too, just because 
He's got some really good stories. Having Willie Nelson's son as your manager just fits perfect if you're Chris Christopherson. Oh, yeah. It's just like a match made in heaven, it feels like. And I do well, mean Chris- a match. Jay and Kevin's Hot Topics. Or a lighter. Hot Topics. A couple more quick country notes for you and then a Spokane note for you. Because we apparently are making this into a musical segment. Brett Young and his wife are expecting their second baby already. First baby born October 2019. Second baby on the way. Brett Young is now going to be seven kids away from his baseball team. (laughs) It's an interesting way of looking at it. (laughs) I guess if he and his wife were playing, then they would be able to cut that down to five. They need five. Sure, if you count them as players, which apparently they are. So that's that's good news for his wife. <laughs> I, I think that's true, yeah. Good for him. They, they've got another kid on the way expecting a baby. And then the other country music note, Chris Young. We, we like Chris Young, correct? Yes. What, he is a Middle Tennessee State University alum. Okay. That's his alma mater. And he is opening a cafe called Chris Young's Cafe at Middle Tennessee State University. Now, I bring this up because... We have some universities here in town with very popular alums, whether that's down at WSU, Gonzaga, Eastern, Whitworth. Chris Young Cafe is going to be an entertainment venue on campus where students can learn and refine their skills in music business, audio production, songwriting, lighting, rigging, and more. Wow. That's That's pretty cool. for. Yeah. So now we play the game. Which local university... Needs an alum to make a cafe, and what would that cafe bring to the table? Because Chris Young's is going to have an elegant stage. They've got microphones, soundboards, so obviously you'll go to this cafe, enjoy some live music. Can you get food you there, too? What's that? Can you get food there, too? I mean, is I believe it- you can actually get coffee and stuff there as well. Okay, all right. Yeah. Huh. Wow. All That's right. A- Who is it going to be in Spokane? Who needs to open a cafe on campus? Oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, the Bing Crosby White Christmas Cafe wouldn't be terrible, where you just, it was on the campus of Gonzaga, and you went in. You know how there's like the Rainforest Cafe, where you go in and you just feel like you're a rainforest? Mm-hmm. But you go into the White Christmas Cafe, and it's always just lightly snowing, <laughs> and it's just like beautiful, and it's the happiest Christmassy vibe in there, and it's just great food, and you just go in, and... um. That's it. I mean, I guess what? They could have acting lessons? No. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean Kevin, you, there's going to be music there, too. Right? You can learn music. Sure. Of course. Great singer. Yeah. You would think that would be more of the music style for sure. Or you'd probably do the. Yeah. I forgot what Bing Crosby did. He's just a singer. But, but he yeah. was also in White Christmas. He did He did yeah. some acting, too. I bet if you're okay. going to do acting, you'd probably do the Pat Cafe. The What's her name? Julia Sweeney. You could maybe have her do one. She's actress. I'm trying to think of other actresses from here. Well, I mean, Craig T. Nelson. Sure. Yeah, you there you go. The, the Coach Cafe. The Coach Cafe would not be bad. Although that might be, you know, already taken from some other famous coaches in the neighborhood. I mean, there is a – there. Washington State has potential for some cafes. I'll tell you why. Because, first True. of all, they could do, in honor of the late Paul Allen, just the Money Cafe – True. Where huh. you get a cup of coffee and there's a chance you have money inside of it. 
The Cash Cafe, right? Cash Cafe. Yeah. They also have, and I, oh, I don't know why I always think of him first now. I think we looked him up a couple months ago. Gary Larson from oh, The yeah. Far Side. That's right. Oh, yeah. uh, the Far Side Cafe would be awesome, where it's just a bunch of tables where you learn to draw, you learn to do comic art and stuff like that, and there's just Far Sides all over the place. The Far I Side Cafe. That. Yeah, and you could literally draw on the table. You can about- draw on the table. That's it's like it's it, you know what? In fact, they team up with Tomato Street, huh? and it's Tomato Street, WSU, Gary Larson, the Far Side Cafe, and it's the high tech version. So when you draw on the table, you can actually you know it's an actual digital tablet that you can screenshot and then email to yourself to keep, or just delete. You know, you if you drew comics. If you drew it, it could go up on the wall, and then people could come in and vote on whether it, it's a good one or a bad one, and it could stay on the wall or Ooh. be deleted from the wall. It could yeah, also become fun. some sort of Fox reality TV show. <laughs> You're welcome, Washington State. Speaking of reality TV, what about Whitworth? Uh, Chris Lane's wife. Yeah. Lauren. Lauren she was on The Bachelor, mm-hmm. and she went to college there, so she could open True. up the... Bachelor Cafe or like the, I don't know, Temptation Cafe or whatever they would call it. And it would just be the whole thing would be like an episode of The Bachelor. Like every time you would go in there, there would, you know, be 25 singles to choose from. Oh, so, good okay, night. I like this. So you can only go into the cafe if you're single. Yeah, you go in there and you, it, oh, and how about that? What mm-hmm. a great idea that the menu is also nope. just 25 <laughs> items that you have to choose from. <laughs> items. Yeah, the, the cash cafe. Very casual. Very, very casual. Uh, it could be because do we not have a lot of vineyards in the state of Washington? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it takes to make rose, but it could be a bunch of rose. And so you could get, you know, the, the you could do the play on the roses with rose oh, I got and really you. get after a little wine bar. Right. Yeah. Boys, I have one last final topic for you. No or roses. Hot topic for you. Just rose. Jay and Kevin's hot topics. Hot topics. Guess nine o'clock is our hour, guys. Lots of good ideas. Damn. Will you accept this rose? Is a great call. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. Spokane in the national news because as we may have mentioned it a, a while ago, but it's it's going on. We've got a movie being filmed in town. That's right. Actor Neil McDonough, he's from he's been he's been a side character in movies The Minority Report, Captain America: First Avenger. He was on Yellowstone, the TV show Arrow. He's filming a new movie, Boone, in the city of Spokane near the Garland Theater. Okay, wow. so this is happening right now. You may see it if you're up there in the Garland area. And you'll recognize the guy. If you don't know Neil McDonough just from me saying it, if you Googled it, you'd recognize his face. Boy, for Spokane sure. is a hot spot, as they're saying, for filming movies. This is what this article I'm reading huh. was, was saying, that Spokane is, is a hot spot for filming because we're, it's a beautiful area. So I ask you boys this. If you were to film a love story here in Spokane, Washington, Ooh. where would you need to make sure the cameras were set up? Wow. Well, I mean... Gosh, just from walking through Riverfront Park in the last week or 10 days, whatever it was, Kevin, we ended up holding hands and skipping through the park. Um, I mean, the park is spectacular. The water is amazing. Especially if you catch the falls at the right time of the year when they're very full and vivacious. Kev? Yeah, it's a good description of the falls. Uh, 
I, I always, I mean, you're right. It's such a token. The, the river is so beautiful that you just almost have to have it. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other really romantic spot that you would want to put. Ah, dang it. Well, let me ask you this one, because here's the next one. Next scene. Action movie. Boys, where are you, where are you putting the cameras in our area? So it's a foot which chase. A, it's like a which is apparently a hot spot for filming, mm-hmm. or supposed to become a hot spot for movies. Where are you putting an action scene? What do you think, Kev? Wow. Uh, I don't get a lot of action in Sorry? Spokane. Like, I just, it doesn't, like, the romance vibe fits for me, but I just don't get the action. I think if it's a foot concept. chase, I'm, you're running through Manitou because there's, like, you're running through the hills, no. and then you're, you know, you're ducking under tree branches, and you're Manitou's sprinting. Too, and too pretty for action. I, I think, you know what, maybe just out in the outlying areas, right? Like, Jay, that, when you started to say that, like, yeah. it seems scary. Like you just, I don't know, elk. Well, Kevin, where are you going <laughs> to film see. I see what you're a saying. horror movie? Oh, where would you film? Uh, apparently, a medical horror Lake. movie. Where's medical that? Lake has become, medical Lake has become the hot spot for horror films. Really? Yes, it, they've filmed a ton of stuff out there. Does it just have a creepy just, vibe to it or something? Because I immediately uh, thought Brown's Edition. With some of those big because old it's buildings, older, right. yeah, where you could put you well, put a scary person in one of the windows in a Browns edition house, yeah, you have got me fully pins and needles. Yeah, it's that's the great. same concept in Medical Lake, which is the fact that it's you know well there's open land, so that that helps to film things. Then there are a few old buildings that helps, and then there is. An old mental hospital that is closed down yeah. and barred oh, up. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, you film that, you win every single time. Great call. Okay, finally, I'll give you this one. Car chase. And we're just going to pretend like the car isn't going to hit a pothole. So let's pretend like it could just, <laughs> wow. they can drive fast. I can't car chase really, scene, where are you putting I, it? I can't really think that much fantasy. Yeah, you know what? Too bad. We can't, okay, so, okay, we, that, we can do pretty much everything except a car chase. Although North I'll South tell Freeway. you what, the South Hill is. Did you say South okay. Hill, Kev? North South Freeway. North South Freeway. Where I'd do it. No, Freya. Film. You come down the hill there and you hit the you hit the. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you Jay. just whoof. You know, you whoopty it down that. Oh, oh, that is the that is great. Yes. Airborne cars. It, it's so sad that in I think it was Fast Six where they're on the airplane, the airplane, and there's the car chase on the airplane. That runway is longer than the entire North-South freeway. (laughs) (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I have an email asking if there was any good-paying summer part-time jobs because it's that season where you're starting to put in the applications if you're a kid. Kevin James. Take the lifeguard certification. Or certification. Good God, what is wrong with me today? It's okay. No, it's not. (laughs) The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Uh, Slim, I have a quick question for you before anything else you might have. I just Hit was me. curious. You you um, used to be the guy who would walk into the hospital and get feel like nauseous and stuff like that. Do you you are you over that now? I am not. You're not. Okay. So I, nope. I still still pass out. It's not great. Because I was thinking as I was, and maybe you just probably haven't seen a lot of the news on TV, which is probably good because they show probably on an average one day. About a hundred videos of somebody getting a shot in their arm, and I thought for somebody who's queasy, that can't be good. Yeah, I don't. I do not watch that stuff. Okay. I don't watch it when they're going to give a shot on a TV show. Right. 
And every newscaster, or, you know, sometimes it's on Twitter, they're showing, oh, these people got vaccinated. And then they keep showing people getting shots. And I thought, man, if, if that's upsetting to your stomach, you're probably right now thinking, that's enough. I know. I know what a shot looks like. Don't show it to me. <laughs> that's very true. Now, I did see a shot video yesterday that I enjoyed. Okay. And it was from Jimmy Kimmel. He had it on his Instagram page. And it made me laugh because he was like, here's a shot video you might like. And I thought, mm, Uh-oh. okay, I'll bite. Guillermo, who is on his show, and is very funny, turned 50. And so they celebrated Guillermo's 50th birthday with 50 shots from celebrities. And it was great. It was just a bunch of people taking tequila shots. Oh, okay. Uh, a video of each one of them, you know, it was like, and they had huge stars. George Clooney. George Clooney with tequila. Happy birthday, Guillermo. And he'd take a shot of the tequila. They were all just videos, so it was great. And it's all celebrities with their own tequila, I'm sure. Yeah, and they had 50 different celebrities uh, do a shot of tequila for Guillermo. That's better. Well, now there's a shot video I enjoyed. That was was well done. It was very, very funny and entertaining. I mean, it doesn't normally bother me. The other day when I was watching it, though, they kept showing it. I was like, okay, that's... I don't need to see any more needles. Just we get I, it. I liked it, the shot one better than the swab, I will be honest. Yeah, <laughs> the person does makes the face. Yeah, the yeah. swab one just, I, I don't like that one as much, where it's like, oh, man, quit. I'm done seeing things stuck up people's nose. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Um, also, I have another question for you. Do people who have birthdays on Valentine's Day, is that as big of a ripoff as it is for Christmas? Are you asking if Cupid and Jesus are comparable? I mean, if the person's... No. Uh, if the person, like, especially... Christmas is the biggest ripoff because it's gift... It's it's yeah. everyone gift-oriented. Yeah. You would have to be, like, in a relationship, right, to have it be a ripoff on Valentine's Day. Like, maybe Correct. married. Sure. And, and, I mean, nothing compares to Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Let's look at... Valentine's Day is it worse to have a birthday on Valentine's Day, or hmm, I'm trying to think of another. The best holiday to have a birthday on is Fourth of July. Yes, it's the best holiday to have a birthday on. You are right about that. They they shoot fireworks off for you. It's hot out. Yeah, you probably get an outdoor outdoor party, maybe a lake party, beach party, pool party. The food is going to be great. The Fourth of July best holiday to have a birthday on. Well, I, I had a buddy in college who was a New Year's Eve, New Year's Day baby. And so New Year's Eve was pretty great because same deal. You got the fireworks and you got just endless parties that just felt super fun. And he always really enjoyed having his birthday on New Year's Eve. Yeah, get built-in party, but still 4th of July is better just simply because of the outdoorness and the fireworks and the barbecue. I feel like there's more outside stuff which would be more fun i would think anyway also also off the text line my mom's birthday is valentine's day she hates it and this one says i'd rather see somebody get a shot than any one episode of dr pimple popper oh yeah that's true i'd rather watch a shot than that as well 100 percent. i have to watch one of them (laughs) yes halloween good or bad birthday day Ooh. Uh, that's a good I question. think bad because the kids would want to leave the birthday mm-hmm. party for a while to go trick or treating, and that could cut into your actual birthday party. Yeah, because once you're 
Every sure. year you don't want to do the same birthday party. It's like every year we have to go trick or treating. It's yeah. fun once, but uh, every year. Yeah, that's also bad. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I, I would not want it on ha- on Halloween at all. That one. I'd rather have Valentine's Day, I think, than Halloween. Because Valentine's Day, I mean, you could make it about you. Probably can't on Halloween if you have children. Pretty tough. Yeah, you're you're in trouble with that one. Okay. And if you're a kid, it's real hard to try to make. Hey, everybody, it's my birthday. Yeah, it's it's Halloween. We don't care. <laughs> Where's our candy? So the yeah. worst birthday dates are Christmas, Halloween, Valentine's Day, in that order? Maybe Thanksgiving. See, Thanksgiving changes, changes so though. much. So yeah. my, oh. my brother-in-law has his birthday on Thanksgiving occasionally mm-hmm. and ends up loving it because it's so rare. Yeah. That's what makes it great, right? Is because it's a moving holiday, so you don't. If you had it every year, it would be a bummer. But yeah, the floating holiday makes it a lot. Like the best are the Fourth of July. I think the second best. My sister is has hers on St. Patrick's Day. That's a great day. Okay, I've got and being Irish doesn't hurt. T money, the winner of Slim's Big Adventure, won to Buffalo. Says this. She disagrees about the Fourth of July birthday. Okay. As you get older, your friends are usually with family or out of town. It's great in college, though. So I didn't think about that. That is brutal because when you're younger, when your birthday parties really matter, that is is tough. Cinco de Mayo is the best birthday holiday unless you don't like Mexican food. Yes, she might be right. That might be better. That and St. Patrick's Day, I feel like that's just all that is is party. Yeah, and Cinco de Mayo... Sorry to you, what is the corn corn beef? Corn beef and cabbage? Or? Sorry to you corn beef and cabbage lovers. I'm going to go with the burrito every time. <laughs> you think? The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Oh, I have heard another lady call another lady's sister. Okay, dude? Oh, I'm sorry. Was that your sister to you? Yeah, cuz. Kevin James. Just don't want you to tell me what I have and haven't heard. Okay? Bro. Bub? The Jay and Kevin Show. On the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Before our final thoughts, we got a text from a woman who said her birthday, her wedding anniversary, both on Valentine's Day. Said her husband loves it, buys three cards for the year, and he's done. (laughs) Yeah, that is cheating. I mean, you don't forget. Well, you better not. It's about as easy as it could possibly be, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been lined up for you. Final, final thoughts. And our final thoughts are brought to you in part by R and RRV Slim. Today was a good day, and then it became an amazing day. Twenty minutes ago, twenty minutes ago, when Disney Plus put one little trailer up on the internet. These are kids. Your kids and a mom. You'll hear talking. These kids don't have a place to play hockey. I want to get out there and play. Let's start our own team. All we need is an ice rink. You lost? So if you're looking at red skates, that's up front. Oh my gosh, that's Gordon Bombay. What? <laughs> that's Gordon Bombay. I will cry right now. That is Gordon Bombay. Guys, Mighty Ducks Game Changers coming to Disney Plus March 26th. I'm going to play it again because that is Gordon Bombay coming out from behind the Zamboni, telling the kids he might just have an ice rink for him. And guess what, guys? He's going to coach a new generation of kids. The new Mighty Ducks. You lost? 
So if you're looking at red skates, that's up front. Guys, wait, is that a game over? Is that Disney Plus? Here's my money. Here's my money. How's Emilio looking? You know. He looks like there's been a couple years between okay. his last games. <laughs> I, haven't, okay. I haven't seen him. That's why I was wondering. Don't we all I'll look like what? there's been a couple years between the last games? Kev, I'm going to tell you what. Mighty Ducks was a show from the 19 or a movie from the 1990s. He was young. Right. Yeah. Emilio, for this many years later, looks great. He just looks a little. I mean, he looks a little older. But doggone, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm pretty sure over the course of 20 years, he's going to have learned a lot. In the hockey world, he's going to have learned a lot. In the coaching world, <laughs> with age comes experience and wisdom. These new Mighty Ducks are going to stink and roll people. It's going to be amazing. So Mighty Ducks, game changers, March 26th. Play into the heartstrings and enjoy taking more of my money, Disney+. Plus. So that's a series. Is that what you're saying? That is a series oh, that is going to wow. keep me entertained okay. for March and April because that oh, is my goodness. simply I'm, – and I'm simply watching that just off nostalgia. I'm 39 years old. Yeah, I didn't what? see it coming, what? but well done. I know I like that. That no, that's well. Yeah, you're right. Good for them. I don't care if he's old or not. He has a lot to teach these young whippersnappers. Coaches can get older. It would be if the players, right? Yeah, that yeah. would be a little bit weirder. You know, forty-year-old Charlie Conway playing against high school kids in hockey—not as believable. <laughs> no, that's not good. Final thoughts. Good for them. You boys ever heard the name Wells Adams? Uh, was he just on a show the other night? I was going to say, why is that familiar? Was he on The Bachelor the other night? I think Maybe he was on The so. Bachelor the other night. Okay, he's a radio personality, uh, and there are rumors now that he will be replacing Chris Harrison as the host of The Bachelor. Oh. And he has come out and said, those rumors are ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. First of all, Chris Harrison isn't going anywhere, and why would he? He's got the best job in Hollywood. No kidding. Tom Hanks would agree that he has the best job in Hollywood. Spin zone. First of all, he uh. can live anywhere. He can do anything. And he makes $8 million a year, which works out anywhere between, depending on the episode, anywhere between about $1,600 a word to up to <laughs> $7,000 a word. <laughs> Spin zone for you, Kev. Uh huh. January 2022. The host of The Bachelor is Wells Adams because, ladies, 25 of you will be fighting for the heart of Chris Harrison. Ooh, wow. Wait, what if what? Wells Adams is a host while Chris Harrison is the contestant on the next Bachelor season? Oh, he's single. I always just assume Chris Harrison went home to the most normal wife and kids ever and lived like the most normal life. Well, didn't he get divorced like two years ago or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he got divorced a couple years ago, and then there was all the rumors about The Bachelor being the problem. Yeah. I thought he's I thought he's now dating one of the former contestants. I might be wrong. I don't know. I, well, I, you talk you know. about just a pick. <laughs> I mean, he's had, I mean, his season, he has 25 every season. That's well, is, is Chris Harrison like 50-some years old? Well, he would be the oldest bachelor, but that doesn't really mean that he's obviously still, you know, eligible bachelor for crying is out loud. Is he that old? I, I would guess him in I'd, his 40s, but I don't know well, for sure. Well, let me find out, Kevin, before I just go he ahead looks and great, age the whatever man. Whatever he is. Uh, 49. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So that, I would love to I see like a Wells spin. Adams, former contestant turned host, former host turned contestant. Happy trail. 
Let's just say that the curtain has come down on yet another miserable performance. Thanks to R&R RV for being here. Uh, also, good luck to the Zags tonight in San Diego, 6 o'clock. Slim, drive safe, or travel safe, I should say, whichever it is. Thank you. To visit your brother. Tell him we said hi. I will do that. I'm curious what you think of the lighthouse there in whatever it is. What's the name of Muckle it again? Teal. Muckle Teal. Muckle Teal. Yeah, yes, I couldn't remember the name. Okay. Hey, uh, Kev. Kevin. Can you just hear me? <laughs> I'm saying hello. Can you not hear me? <laughs> now we can, yes. Well, I've been talking the whole time. How could no one hear me? Yeah, no one can hear you. I can hear myself perfectly fine, and I can hear you guys. That's really weird. I can hear the music the entire time. I can hear myself, but you couldn't hear me. This from at Pillow Fish. Farmer on Twitter. <laughs> Y'all ain't making a good Reuben sandwich if you pick a burrito over a Reuben sandwich. Kevin, That's you have correct. got heavy support from the people on the discussion of a Reuben sandwich or a burrito. Yeah, overall, Mexican food is better mm -hmm. than a Reuben sandwich. But if you just compare a burrito to a Reuben sandwich, I, I am sorry, Reuben is the winner. And then to whatever pillow head that guy, I would also say if you're choosing a Reuben sandwich, you're probably not making a burrito right. 